FM in Irvine. Thanks for listening to Not VM Radio. This is Our Digital Future. I almost said the name of my uh, music show I had for nine years. I've been at the station since 2000, so hopefully I can um, show a couple things to our intern today, who is going to double as our guest. Introduce yourself to the listening audience. Hello, listening audience. This is this is intern, Mr. J. What's your um, plan for the next quarter at here at KCI? My plan for the next quarter, ooh, it's a lot of things. It's um, beyond the. Hopefully, I have a show on the radio. Work backstage for for theater. Um, and do well in school. <laughs> what kind of show did you want to have here? Here, I wanted to do mainly focused on, I guess, movie reviews. But not but like a really in-depth movie review and I'll give my final grade and everything like that. Stuff like stuff like that. Like aesthetics, I guess. Philosophy behind. Oh cool. And what's your um, major today? Or this year or this whole time here at KCI or UC Irvine? Well my major today, as it was yesterday, was uh, is drama major and an education minor. Oh, excellent. So then you're very much into the films. That's why you want to do <laughs> film. Yeah. I was a film and media studies major here. I graduated last year. And I enjoy film and media studies as pertaining to libraries and archives. So this show is probably right up your alley. We're trying to focus on film and media studies, visual studies, and libraries and archives and how they can promote film and media studies, preserve, digitalize spread the word of why libraries and archives are important, especially with preserving the media of today. You know, everybody has, um, I just finished a class called Audiovisual Materials in Libraries and Archives. That's for my Master's of Library Information Science degree I'm doing at University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. We just had a on-campus session where I had to fly out to Illinois. That's why um, last week I wasn't here, but also there was sports. But because of sports ending early, I could have been on for a couple minutes, but um, because of my show's till 4:30, but I was in Illinois. Mm. So this um, audiovisuals materials in libraries and archives class just finished, and our instructor's from the Library of Congress. He's got a film and media studies degree as well, and a library degree, and he works a lot with um, films. I guess he used to make like commercials, and then he decided to be more of an archivist and preserving and now um, he was in Washington DC so I think he's a cool guy to learn from so he told us about our lecture in our lecture just yesterday was our last class online we have a we meet two hours a week on the internet live so everybody plugs in and can see the chat and hear the audio and ask questions and so he was showing us a PowerPoint presentation about there's apparently a home movie day and it's like a it's like a festival, and everybody in the community can bring their home movies, and so you can see, I don't know once a year, but it's up to the someone in the community to make this. But it's like an international day. So I think if we don't have one in Orange County or LA County, I think I should start a home movie day, and then everybody mm-hmm. comes in and shows their home videos. Uh, I'll support you. Yeah, thank you. I'm sure. Um, Everybody has some kind of home videos, but then the question was when you present this festival, they're going to be in all different formats. They could be videos in DVD form, VHS form, mini DV form, 
or um, who knows if you just have you know the video on your on your phone or on your flash drive. So that's what like what audiovisual archivists deal with and librarians they deal with all the different formats of film and media out there. There's so many, and I just saw an article in uh, NPR online about how CDs are not doing very well. The compact disc, audio disc, which we're surrounded in Studio A right now oh, at yeah. KCI by CDs, but they're not um, selling very well. So soon, you know, everything's just going to be digital. I've heard, yeah. It's like like dropping like 3%, 3%, like slowly but surely, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's pretty bad, I think, even for, I would say, DVDs in the near future because of all the streaming, the Netflix and Hulu. And um, our library here at UCI Libraries is starting a pilot program for, so you don't have to go to the library to watch your f movies for a reserve. You just go stream it online with a special password. So we're just trying that out. But that is where the future is headed, is more online so you could do stuff at home from your more computer. Mm -hmm. Just, But then there's all those copyright issues, which is what um, librarians and archivists have to really know well about, too, is uh, copyright. So how do you feel as a drama major with a minor education mm -hmm. um, where the future is going to go? I mean, what, do you, what, do you, what are your plans after? How many years do you have left of uh, school here? One more year. Okay, so what are you looking into doing possibly afterwards? Well, um... Well, afterwards, probably work with education and help volunteer for that. Maybe I plan to maybe become a teacher in the long run. But um, yeah, we're going back to what you first asked. Um, I definitely see this. I I kind of always felt this was going to happen, where it was, just, it was going to become a download world, because video games were even doing it, where you could download, you know, demos and older games on PS3s and Xboxes, and then you got Netflix, like you said, Hulu and iTunes and and it's just becoming more and more it just becomes as we get better at that it, uh, and the, the reflection on CDs will start being, becoming like whoa why do we need these now still why do we need these now still which is I still don't know how to feel full about that yet you know because there's something there's something good in having an actual CD you know because of one me one memory wipe whoop. yeah I, I purchased two albums from iTunes and then my laptop died the hard drive and then there died. you go so then i was looking in just today like how do i how do i get my songs back because they're purchased it shows in my purchase history but where where's the actual will it let me download it again i don't know oh, yeah, oh you haven't got a response um i looked it up online someone said online that you can't get it i'd have to look again i'm sure our listeners have had this problem this common problem you know computers fail flash drives you know the format gets weird and you can't access yeah. stuff you have digitally a lot of times definitely and that's why i know um archivists they have huge file forms and they have to have many hard drives and have the same thing all over the place so that in case one thing breaks you know is not available and then also like remember real player and then there's Windows Media Player, and then there's iTunes, and then so there's .mp3, .wave, .aif. There's all these different formats. So how do you have all the right things to play those formats? Sometimes stuff you can't find anymore because it's old, and then you can't play your old formats anymore. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Things are always changing, and um, I mean, no, that's not going to change. <laughs> 
but, but yeah, but we're pretty good at converting. Oh, good. We're pretty good at converting. You know, taking taking cassettes or taking vinyl and digitizing those. We're getting pretty good at that. Yeah, and there's also guides online for people that want to digitize their own home videos. There's lots of um, how-to steps, and I know a lot of people have VHS. I know I have VHS, and I have a VCR, but then... Um, <laughs> VCR? What's that? I know. It doesn't even really play my VHS anymore. I think it's dirty inside. You have to do special you cleaning. Blow on it. I think so, or with <laughs> like a, what's it, rubbing alcohol or different things. Cute. So there's so many, you know... I mean, every, everything is good to um, archive, preserve, because the future is what, just like 20 years, you know, what are we going to do when our, when our kids are older? They're, they're not going to be able to look at some of these old films, all these footages, things that are just like, oh, we don't have the players anymore, nobody maintained, you know, the Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot to think about, but that's why... Librarians and archivists are important to the field of information science because we have all these classes and I mean everybody can look it up on Google I'm sure but then these are just things you know we, we theorize on this you know we theorize on the information science field so it's great when you have a specialist in a library building to help think of the future um, access is the number one priority we want to have access to our materials so that's um, I love our Public libraries, it's just great access to the community. If you don't have anything, you can always just go to the library, and there it is. Mm -hmm. And archives and museums, it's all, to me, pretty similar, but they're different in each way. So as a, as a drama major, how have you felt about these different buildings? Have you had to ever go to an archive? There aren't too many. Well, there's university archives on campus. No, I haven't, ma I haven't made a trip down to the arc the archive quite yet not at least not yet this year that's i believe it's on the fifth floor of the main library and they have um limited hours because it's very you know things that are really old we want to preserve but it's great for research when you have a first-hand document mm -hmm. i mean that stuff is still in person not online you can go see a real old photo So so when then, it go ahead, go ahead. So when it comes to archive, so so your focus is also is the music and like film. Mm -hmm, film you, and you're, media. You refer to both of them being archived. Yes, we have um, jobs being created. That um, one of our past guests was is the program coordinator for the UCLA Moving Image and Archive program, and he says his students are going out into you know Hollywood and saying, "Hey, I want to go." be your personal audio archivist to like Neil Young or or wait um, whatever big music artists are out there in LA that have all this music from their whole career they want to um, archive it maybe they have this here and there and the record label here and there but they want to do everything all archived so we can have a personal audio archivist for each musician and that's the job to just like high quality, just maintain archives, backup hard drives, and you know, it's just a lot of, you know, you have to catalog it, 
to be searchable. Because mm-hmm. it's what's frustrating with um, things like iTunes, when you can self-catalog, you have all these duplicates, and then there's all this information. How do you search for something if it's labeled wrong? So that's where um, metadata comes in and cataloging. So these are things we, we think we just take for granted that, oh, it's just done. Somebody did it. Like, how, do you f- how does something that you search in Google come up? It's because of the metadata attached to the keyword search. It's information attached. Somebody has to input all that. Yeah, yeah. Cause I remember when I remember like what was it like like five years ago, maybe even four. Like, like that would never happen if you would start typing in Great Wall of, you know, you're trying to get to Great Wall of China. Like, but now when you start typing Great Wall, it already starts showing a list of yeah of matches, and like it never was like that four years ago. Oh yeah, and we've like, come a long way. And, so, and then now, and now it's not just Google, like Yahoo, and so, so many more search engines have that capability now. Yeah, it's all the tagging and metadata, and a lot of people putting in you know computer time, mm-hmm. typing it all up. So that's where um, information scientists come into play. So I hope everyone realizes the importance you know our, our libraries here on campus need to fight for recognition they're not getting recognized as much as um, they should be you know the libraries pay for all the databases that are used for all the classes I, I was a bio major at first for my first degree here and we use PubMed and all these health databases for research on um, different topics and who subscribes to those expensive databases to get all those journals and articles the library so the library maintains with the budget that the school gives them. And now with the state budget cuts coming up, we have less money for databases, staffing, hours. You know, people like going to the library to study, too. But we have to limit our hours. Yeah. So for um, your time um, here on campus, have you used the library facilities as a student much? Definitely a gateway a lot. Um, I don't really go to science library that often. And Langston, whenever the gateway is closed. <laughs> Langston has the Multimedia Resources Center. Have you been there? There's the, that's where all the VHS, DVD, the hard copy media is yeah, held. Yeah, I've seen it. Never made an actual visit. Yeah, as a, as a science major, I didn't, as an undergrad, I never went there until close to my senior year. I was trying to see what's available to me as a student before my um, privileges expired and you can go in and watch almost any video that you would on Netflix and except in person so you have to have the time the three hours to sit there at the TV monitors but if you didn't have you know Netflix I think that's a good way for educational research purposes of course I think I should have taken advantage of that as a student so while you still you still can, if you live on campus, check out the library, MRC, ILC, and even wherever you go, if you go to a different university, um, even, you know, community college campuses have them, you know, Cal State Long Beach, I know um, my brother went there and has a library card, you can watch films and take them home even. Here, our, our circulation policy, uh, undergrads can't take the videos out of the library. See, every, but every library has a different management policy so if we don't have enough money we don't want them to get um, damaged and then we can't repair them so we just say oh well you're just going to watch it in here so I know as an undergrad at University of Illinois you could take them home so that's where where, um, 
information scientists come into play and make management decisions with our resources. So wait, you said you wanted to do a show next quarter? Hopefully, hopefully you get something spring quarter. And it's going to be a public affairs show? Yes. So you're going to have guests down to talk about films? Oh yeah, I, I would encourage it. I would encourage callers and even guests to tell me what their favorite scenes were or what maybe an extra subplot that I missed and what their final grade on a movie is. I just saw a great movie yesterday What'd that um, it's called Potish, P-O-T-I-C-H-E. It's French. Oh, it's foreign. It's, yes, and it's um, nice. just um, it's coming out March 24th. So it's already been out in, in France, but it's coming out to the U.S. theaters March 24th. I highly recommend it. I went to a press screening, so it was an, an um, off-sunset advanced press screening, and... Nice. It was very a motivational, positive movie, and it was starring a woman that's big in film and media studies for France. She did, I think, she was the star of the Umbrellas of something. It was like a musical, and um, it's funny because this movie's in a way about umbrellas too, so it's paying homage to her classical actress. Uh, but yeah, everybody go check it out. I believe it's. Potiche, and it was released 2010 in France if you IMDb it. I use IMDb all the time as a film and media studies former student. It'll probably be showing at UTC then. They'll probably have it at the theater over there. Yeah, they. I like that theater. I've been going there since 2000. Um, that's where I saw Donnie Darko one Halloween when it was first released. Years ago. Yeah, <laughs> years ago. I haven't <laughs> seen Black Swan yet. I wanted to. I'm going to see that next Friday. I wanted to see 127 Hours. I want to see that one. What was that about? James Franco. Oh, with the arm? And he gets stuck. Yeah. It's oh. all true events. Yeah, that sounds scary. I know. I just wanted to see it. What movie have you seen recently? Oh, I haven't been in the theaters lately in a while. I felt like been so busy. Um, I can't remember the last movie I saw in the, in the theater. Well, I'm sure you're going to watch them regularly once you have your show on movies. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Movies of the current, movies of the past. Um, what I about, do, what's I, your favorite of the past? Of the past? Mm-hmm. Godfather, Pulp Fiction. Um, what else is there? So you like Marlon Brando? Yeah. Marlon Brando's good. I saw Streetcar. Um... Marilyn Monroe movies. I've seen like three of them, four of them, I think. I've seen two James Dean movies. I've seen, and, and there's just so many more to still see. Like I haven't seen Casablanca yet. I oh, haven't. Yeah. I haven't fully seen Gone with the Wind. I haven't seen um, To Kill a Mockingbird. You know, and I know those are great movies. Yeah, you should. Well, I guess it's too late to minor in film or double <laughs> major in film, but that's what was great about being a film student in class every single lecture would end with a full film screening so we'd watch a film in class that's why classes were like four hours because we would oh okay or maybe they were three hours we would lecture for an hour and then the last two hours or an hour and a half were like we would watch a movie all together oh that sounds like fun it was a lot of fun so I've watched so many films just from being a film major 
it's really great. Um, I wish I could just sit in on the classes now and just like, oh, movie time. Because I always pick, pick great films, except for I was forced to watch High School, high school Musical oh. because our class was called uh, Disney Film, Disney Cinema. So we had to watch good and bad. I mean, you you're not always going to watch good films. No, I know. Oh, that's, oh. I never saw it before, and then we had to watch it. Did they show? Uh, did they show any of the animation ones? Oh, they did show some, like uh, Monsters Inc. The first time I saw that was in class. Never before Christmas. Um, they didn't show that one. And then what about like their older ones with the with, like the Robinson Crusoes? Oh, I think we watched Snow White. Snow White too. I believe. Oh yeah, that's the first. We saw, yeah. Um, I had a Disneyland pass at the time, so it was great <laughs> to do research at the amusement park. I actually think I did a project on the amusement park. Going to Disneyland for homework? Nice. Yeah, even as a bio major, I, I had a pass, and I would just bring my homework to Disneyland. I thought I could that'd be a good space <laughs> to uh, study. If it's, you know, you can go every day, why not? I don't know. But we're lucky to live in Southern California, actually, when we're so close to Disneyland is just one reason, and the weather, too, because I was just in Chicago. In Hollywood. Oh, yeah, and that's great for, you know, drama majors and film majors. If you're interested and you live in L.A., that's great, because, um, yeah, my professor was saying, um, oh, I can get people internships possibly at the Academy for the of Art, Motion Picture and Arts to catalog film there, like where they do the Oscars, but he was like, but most people are from the Midwest, so you'd have to live in LA and it's expensive and I was like well I live around LA I'll do it I want to do it so I could possibly be hooked up with internship hopefully cross my fingers yeah and that'd be cool to look at Oscar stuff and then but any but Chicago was snowing up there in the Midwest just earlier this week I was in snowfall oh wow and now it's so hot over here it's just crazy that one day you could be seeing I, that was the first time I actually saw snowfall because I've I've born and raised here in Southern California, I've never seen snow fall from the sky live in person. Mm. Live and, in person, snow. Because yeah. <laughs> I've seen it in films, and I've seen fake snow fall, like at Knott's Berry Farm or Disneyland, or <laughs> whenever they have the fake stuff. But that was just—I thought it was feathers or ash or I don't know what it was falling from the sky, and then it was like, oh, it's really snow. Yeah, I barely, I barely saw snow, I think, like, two years ago. Three? Three. Yeah, it's, cr- it's crazy. If it's, like, in a street scene, like, not in a mountain, it's just, like, falling on cars, and to me, I don't know. But now there's all this talk about the tsunami warnings, and now all this, just today, because of what happened in Japan, oh, and that's sad. Um, my friend is in Tokyo. I went to high school. Um, with him and he lives in Arizona but he's in Tokyo, Japan for these two months so he was all saying how Tokyo didn't get hit that bad but they shut down all these trains so he was stranded for the night last night and he had nowhere to stay because all the hotels were all booked up so it's like they're like panicking over there but I mean he, he wasn't so much in trouble so just, you know, it's good to stay aware of our weather and our world in every way. And have an emergency kit ready, because you never know when the next earthquake's going to hit. Make sure to have that emergency kit ready. That's true. 
and um, it's um, just a half-hour show, so we've got to say goodbye already. <laughs> but I, I want you to reintroduce yourself to everyone who's listening. Well, it was a pleasure. I hope to come back again, maybe. I would love to. And so um, thank you, everyone, for listening. This is intern uh, Mr. J. Good luck on your future quarters here. Thank you. At KCI. This has been Our Digital Future with me, ZBZ, discussing the future of our information spaces. Stay tuned for more, more great public affairs programming here on KCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. We're going to end the show with some Hey Mercedes, which is what we started off with. You started off with the song K. Shiraz. We're going to end it with the song Every Turn.